0: Hey girlies, this is Peyton with Girls Gone Right. I have our host Rachel here with us too, and we have a really exciting topic for you guys today.
1: Yes, so today we're gonna talk about this attachment style quiz, but to a grander point, we're gonna discuss how to better prepare yourself for your forever person. That's been kind of a hot topic for us lately, dating, um, dating to marry, all that kind of stuff. So since we talk about dating and relationships, Peyton sent this really fun quiz a few weeks ago, um, and we just thought it could be used as a tool to kind of help you evaluate yourself. So it's really hard sometimes when you just sit for a second with yourself and your brain and you have to evaluate what's important to you or how you can improve or all of those things when you're dating someone. But this quiz was actually really interesting, and so we thought it would be fun to talk about it. We want to know what your results are, all that stuff. So, um, with that, let's take a minute and talk about what this quiz is.
0: Yeah. So actually like I... I'm not like a really big quiz person. Like I don't feel like I'm like drawn to the Enneagram test. And, I love like, them. <laughs> the, I know. Like, and like, I think it, I think it is like, there are so many benefits to doing them. I just like, do not like taking lengthy quizzes and things like that. But like, I will say that this was like very interesting and I did end up taking it. And I thought the results were really interesting and helpful. So what Plus it was have, only
1: five minutes?
0: Yeah, it was, it was really quick, but it's so insightful. And basically, the attachment style is a psychological attachment formed at birth based on your relationship with your primary caregiver. It affects your whole life and how you connect and love with others. And I also just like, I think that that to me, this makes so much sense. And I do think that there is something to say about like, especially at childbirth and your really young years, I think that psychology is really interesting and fascinating. I think that the way that your parents react to your immediate needs, especially in those early childhood years, and like how they foster you growing up, it impacts your life in so many different ways, especially like we've learned about this in science classes, but I took psychology in college. And it's just so interesting to see that these years, these childhood years and like how you interact and like how your parents loved you and how you receive, like it affects how you receive love as an adult. And it's just fascinating, especially like stepping back into the dating world and trying to learn other people and just like what your wants and needs are yourself is just so, this was like so fascinating.
1: I really love quizzes like this, but I love quizzes in general. I'm the one who takes the long ones. I love to figure all that stuff out. But um, so there are a ton of different styles here. So there's four ones in this specific quiz. So the styles are secure, avoidant, disorganized, and anxious. And so there are several different questions that you get asked specifically about your primary relationship with your primary caregiver, which is in most cases a mother and father. And if not those two, then a mother figure or a father figure. And then they also throw in a little plot twist for you. They ask you about your relationships with partners, people in general. So those are kind of the two things. Those are the four people that they kind of ask, you know, kind of friends, partner, mom, dad. So they were helpful for us, I think, in terms of dating. But I think since that's just where we are in our (laughs) journey in life, um, but I do think that these could be very helpful also for people in serious relationships, people who are married. Um, Self-improvement is a lifelong gig. So we'll kind of talk about some of the questions that they ask and-
0: kind of what yeah. how we answered. Yeah, this is just the question the questions were so fascinating because I was expecting something like so different but actually just taking the quiz and not even getting the results it makes you think a lot. So, just going through the whole quiz I'm like, "Wow, like actually like I had to take a moment and ask myself a question that I don't really think of often if it's not Prompted by something. So just taking the quiz was an experience in itself. So I jotted down some of the questions that I felt. I'm like, wow, that is like so interesting. So one of them was, does it take you a while to build trust and be vulnerable with someone? And I was like thinking about that for a second, like, hmm. And I think that a lot of this has to do with like, okay, it does have to do with your primary caregiver and all of the science behind that. But also it has to do with like what kind of relationships you've been in the past and how does that affect your trust now? And I mean, I have been cheated on and I think that that like creates walls and things like that. So it just, it makes you Like it takes makes you step out of it and think about it actually for a second to give a valid and true answer to this. What did you think about this question?
1: I really liked this question because I found it interesting. We'll kind of talk about more of the results later, but my I'm cool with my parents, but. When they asked me about like a partner or something or past relationships, this is where I struggle the most is trust and vulnerability, primarily vulnerability. I suck at that one. I like to be in my head about like strength and stuff. And so for me, opening up and letting someone in all the way, very difficult. Um, It is definitely affected, I think, relationships in the past. It's also the thing I've gotten better at over time. But this one for me, it it stumps you, but they do break it out. You get to answer like how you did about your mom and your dad and then so on and so forth. So my mom and and my dad, it's like, that's chill. But...
0: (laughs) On the vulnerability thing, I feel like also... So I obviously was like a liberal in college. I've shared this before, but I think like the whole feminist movement makes you think that being vulnerable and being like what an actual woman is, these feminine qualities, that makes you weak. So I just had it ingrained through my college years that being like this emotional person was like weak and like I needed to be really strong and I need to be masculine if I wanted to be a feminist. So that's kind of just what I went
1: through. That's a really good point. Yeah, That's an excellent point, actually.
0: (laughs) It was like I and after college and like I started to change my mind about these things. It's like you had to cut these ties with things that you've become so married to, like this idea that vulnerability was like, ugh, like I I don't want to have like emotions because it makes me look weak. And I just wanted to be tough about everything. And like if it was just a very hard wall to break down to realize that actually being vulnerable and like sharing that you're human and have emotions is actually really cool that I would
1: 100% agree with I think probably now in retrospect that's definitely I never took I was not a liberal in college but I do think just kind of my I mean you we're inundated with it right it's everywhere it's like women are supposed to be this and this and this, and it's very overwhelming at times. So I do think probably in some ways I've subconsciously taken the bait of you're not supposed to show emotion or be vulnerable. But I also think that I have not, I've been on my own quite a bit, right? So I've become very self-sufficient, which is a good thing, except for when you do need to actually let someone who deserves it in and then that can cause problems. Yeah, for sure.
0: And so one of the other questions was, do you feel safe expressing feelings to loved ones? And I feel like this is like, it also kind of ties into that, right? Being able to express your emotions is so important to just creating human connection to not even just to like your Relationships with a partner, but friendships and your family, you do need to express your emotions. And I think that I am just one of those people that is like so, tries to be so stonewall. And it's something that I've worked on for the past few years so much. And I think that I'm a lot more comfortable sharing my emotions with people. But it is really hard. Like when I feel a sudden emotion of like, if I'm sad, like it takes me a minute to like be like, okay, it's okay to be sad and like talk myself off like, Take the building blocks down and actually know that it's okay to be emotional.
1: Yeah, I think with my loved ones and really good friends, I don't struggle with this one too much. I do think that I treat this differently. Some Actually, not really. This is hard for me, like in a new relationship. I'm very bad at this one. Um, but once the first few bricks come down, they all kind of come down and then I get better about this one. Um, but with my parents and stuff, this is okay. Um, But being like completely vulnerable is the one that I struggle with. So, but expressing my feelings and stuff, I think I'm pretty articulate that way. So sometimes that one's not a huge problem, but being vulnerable with like the innermost thoughts in my head, that's not my strong suit.
0: <laughs> yeah. And vulnerability is such an interesting thing. And like, I also think that that's like what makes marriage so beautiful. And like, there's so, that's like a whole other thing, but also just yeah, like it's having like a your partner. Person. Yeah. Like having a partner that you can be vulnerable with, it's like so scary, right? Because you feel like that's like the most naked that you can be, not physically, but just expressing and someone knowing who you actually are deep down as a person and And then still loving
1: you as a whole yes
0: still loving you like they that's the person that is supposed to know you better than anyone in the whole world like if you died they would just know everything about you and know how you are so I think that it's such a beautiful thing but it's like such a struggle to get there it's definitely scary to be sure yeah. And another so on the, another question was, do you try to work on challenges before leaving a relationship? And for me, I think that it's like also dependent on like, what your relationship is with someone. Because if I'm like, in a committed relationship, and that is like a mutual understanding, like I'm in it. And I'm just there. Like, I think that's something that I really struggle in is I want to be the most loyal person, because I expect that back.
1: Yeah, I think this really depends on the issue also. Um, so this kind of depends on what, what what challenge is this? Um, is this something yeah. that's minor or can be worked on? Or is this ingrained within either of our personalities and can't be changed? Yeah. Um, it depends on the challenge. But if I'm in the relationship and I this is something that can be addressed and can be fixed... Um, without changing the core of anyone, I think yes, I would work on it, and I, yeah. I do try and work on it. But if <laughs> if this is like I'm dating someone and I'm just maybe on maybe a you know a month into dating someone, we've seen each other multiple times, then I what do you call it? You say catch the ick when you catch the ick with someone. (laughs) Um, And, but at that point too, it's so new and you are just kind of testing the waters. You're seeing what you have in common. Um, So in a case like that, no, but that's not to say I would write off someone just based on a small challenge. I think it kind of depends on what it is and how big, like, is it a values challenge it is like a morals challenge yeah. is this like an ingrained in your personality challenge like those are things
0: that you can't really
1: change about a person
0: um yeah so it's it's so. a different kind of thing because also the thing that I love about dating is that I I love getting to know people and I love getting to hear people's just like experiences with life and like the way that makes them tick and like what makes them think a certain way. I think it's like fascinating. I love people and like I also when I was in college, I was a liberal and I took a lot of psychology classes, but it was just so fascinating to get inside people's minds and like even when you're dating, like I love to hear about people's just life experiences and their their childhood and how they perceive the world. And it's fascinating. And I think that's like the really cool thing about dating is that you're still getting to know this person. But also if you see something that it's just long-term wise, it's not going to be healthy for your relationship. That's where I'm just like, hands off. I'm glad I saw that, but it's okay to walk away. I'm not going to commit to you because we're we're not committed. And if I see something where I know that this is not going to be healthy for us and it's not something that I want to change about myself, I like that about myself, then I'm just going to wipe my hands clean and and walk away.
1: I agree. I think, yeah, there's also something to be said for being accepted for who you are and them not wanting to change maybe some of the things that they originally really liked about you. Um, I will say that Taylor Swift's Bejeweled song actually touches on this a smidge. Oh, I
0: love it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it's like... You know, cause it's like the things that you really now will acknowledge Taylor Swift's a little, but we are Swifties here. So, um, but yeah, that song kind of talks to, you know, you are Bejeweled, you are really valuable and the things that they really liked about you. And then they tried to like snuff out that light and take away those things. And not that anyone ever tries to do that. I just think that sometimes in relationships, you lose yourself a little bit. For um, sure. And so this is kind of to the point of the challenges, right? Trying to figure out which ones are worth working on and which ones are maybe just worth walking away from because both people can just deserve better for who yeah. they
0: are and who they deserve. And from what I've experienced is like I've been in a committed relationship and there were things that I felt like he wanted to change about me that I really liked about myself. It's like, it wasn't something like pick up the clothes off of the floor Right. Or you need to be more clean or something that was just so easy to change. It was my character and who I am as a person. I'm like, that's not something that I can. It's not something that I want to change because now you're just changing who I am. And you just, it's not unconditional at that point. When you're asking me to change who I am as a person, there are some things I will agree that I need to change on. And I love people that if you are pushing me to change, to be better. Then that's fine, but if you're pushing very me different. to be yeah, if you're pushing me to be different, then that's not okay. You can push me to be a better person, a better version of who I am, but you can't push me to be something different and put me in a mold because that's that's just not healthy. That's a
1: really good point too. Is you know, self improvement and having someone who encourages you to be better and take the next step is very different than someone who is kind of stealing that light, maybe bringing it in for themselves or yeah. Um, just wanting you to maybe be a version of yourself that you're not comfortable with so kind of yeah. depends that's the beauty of dating good to figure yeah. it out
0: it's it's, <laughs> it's a little fun I'm not mad I'm in this situation and that I get to experience all of this I've learned I do more it's about myself
1: yeah in it's, the past few years dating than I you know it's you learn a lot
0: it's fun I think it's a little fun because You get to meet a bunch of new people and it's just such an experience and you do get to learn so much about yourself, which is one of the next questions is, uh, are you in touch with your emotions? And I think that this is something that going through a breakup and changing my whole entire life within the past year has been so different. I won't say it's like, it hasn't been bad. Like it's been such a good experience, but only because I've gotten so close with myself, which is something that I felt like I really just lost touch of. I, I I feel like I was very much so my own person and, but I just felt like I was like watered down and I kind of gave up on dreaming big and praying big. I gave up on all the big dreams that I had because I kind of settled. So I got to get in that mindset again of like, what the world is your oyster. What do you want? And I've just been living my life like that. And I think you have been, it's been, (laughs) I'm so proud of you. You've literally done so many things in the past few months. Yeah, we, we both have, and it's been such a good experience, but also just being so in touch with who I am as a person and like the emotions has been really healthy. It's really healthy to know who you are.
1: I agree. Um, I personally, so this time last year, I was not really in a great spot And I actually signed up for online therapy. So I just kind of ended, I wouldn't, we're going to call it a situationship. Um, So a situationship ended. And, you know, it was just the way that that all went down, the specifics of that, I just really wasn't feeling great Um, with myself. I think there were a lot of compounding things. So It was a lot wrapped up into one. I did kind of talk about that in my recap for 2022, but putting in the work and figuring out what was going on and how to actually evaluate my emotions in a healthy way, and then channel that into action and make changes throughout last year. I think it's crazy when I look back to where I was literally this time last year, it was totally different. Um, So I am in touch with my emotions now, but if you'd have asked me a year ago if I was, the answer probably should have been no, Um,
0: (laughs) or I could identify them, and I never did anything with that. So I'm so proud of us. We came – we were both – we were obviously different situations this time last year, but we were both just kind of like – Not who we are today, and we've grown so much over the past year. And I I think it has been because we did spend like a whole summer together. We just we did so many things for ourselves. We really did. We stepped out and did whatever we went
1: whatever whatever we wanted to do. If we wanted a cute date on the lake in park, (laughs) that's what we did. We snuck wine. We brought cute little mason jars to pour the wine in for the aesthetics. You know, we would book trips and stuff, and I've done that with a lot of my other friends. Also, you know, I went to Colorado this year. I took a week off work. I never took a week off work, really, in a while. I don't think, at least. Yeah. Um. You know, just doing things. I would go on solo hikes. I would spend time with my own head. You know how much you think. When you're by yourself in the woods, so much. Well, actually by myself, (laughs) but with my dog. But you think so many things when you're just kind of on a drive, you're playing whatever music, you're not thinking about someone else in the car and like what they might want to listen to. You just play whatever songs are speaking to your soul that day. You go in the woods, you walk around, you listen to nature, you listen to yourself breathe the whole time. Um, It's just really nice. And I would recommend that to anyone. Spend some time with yourself. Uh, Get acquainted with your emotions because
0: I promise you have them. Yes, definitely. (laughs) I've identified them. Another interesting question. Do you set boundaries in a healthy way or do you set them when you're angry and want to push others away? And this was a really, this question just like makes you think a lot because it's so it's so easy to jump to be like, oh, you crossed a line, but I'm not going to tell you until you already crossed it type thing. But to be able to set those boundaries before any of that happens. And I'm like a very boundary person. I love having boundaries and I love establishing them because it just, I don't know, it just makes things a safe Space and I try to be clear about that. But I think a power a problem that I had in my past was just jumping to being like when something's too like when you already cross the boundary, you'd be like, well, you crossed a line and you didn't know it was there, but it was. And I'm telling you now,
1: it was an imaginary line. We didn't yeah. communicate the boundary. Yeah,
0: we didn't communicate the line, but it was there. And now I'm going to be mad at you. And I think that I've had that prior in like older relationships, and like that was an issue. And I learned from that. So now I definitely have. I've like applied that into my life now.
1: Yeah. Boundaries in a healthy way Um, or when I'm angry. I think it would kind of depend on the season of life you're looking at for me. Yeah. I think a few years ago, um wasn't even when I was angry. I think when I just had enough, I would – because in my opinion too – being the type of personality that I am, kind of rejecting that vulnerability, not wanting people to know when they've offended me or hurt my feelings. It's like a strength thing. It's a, perce- it's a perceived strength thing, we'll call it, because it's not actually a healthy way to handle anything. Um, but in those cases, you know, what they did say or what someone would say would hurt my feelings or would hurt just me emotionally. And so I think I would then just kind of draw the boundary or Cancel someone out um, beforehand. But now um, I'm much better about setting boundaries. I've had some experiences in my past where boundaries were absolutely crossed. And so now I draw them much sooner. Um, But also I don't tolerate certain things. So when I see them or I see certain traits manifest and maybe just like a different person, but it's similar to something I've experienced in the past, I usually just, I'm like, okay. And it kind of depends, like, do you warrant an explanation on the boundary or can I just walk away from it in a healthy way? But I'm not angry about it. And I think that says a lot. It's protecting your peace and your health, your state of mind, but also theirs. I mean, if we're not serving each other, there's no point. <laughs> yeah, and that goes for both relationships and friendships. I would. Say. I feel
0: that so much. It's honestly saved me a lot of stress in my life. Does it either make me happy, and you add to my life where I just like don't really. know offense, yeah. but I just don't want you in my life if you're not doing those things because you're just gonna drag me down. And I've experienced that in a lot of relationships and friendships that pull you back or try to dull you out because they're like petty or jealous and I don't understand that.
1: I don't have time for it. And Yeah, I don't
0: have the time for it. I you really know, don't.
1: I like to call it my emotional and little literal real estate. So my week, yeah. my calendar is busy. And since moving here, it's only gotten busier and things are Tiling up, and so if you get like a weekend slot, or <laughs>
0: that's prime um, time right
1: there. That's, that's prime time, spot. okay. Um, my weekends are prime real estate, and so if you're getting time from me on the weekends, if you're getting time from me even after work, I am dead after work. Yeah. If you're seeing me after work, if I'm making an effort there, that's really important. And so you know, if I've chosen to do that instead of sit on the couch with my dog and watch a movie or decompress or read a book, go you. Um, but yeah, so I just kind of prioritize that differently now. So. Yeah.
0: Uh, moving into the next one. Uh, one of them is, do you know that you are worthy of a happy and healthy relationship? And I think that old Peyton would probably just love to be hearing this interview right now, because I was like in a very toxic relationship in college and it changed me in so many ways, but it definitely changed me for the better. I've, It took a while to heal from that, but I think Peyton back then would be like so questionable because also she probably didn't really know herself and it takes a while to become mature and emotionally mature and like know who you are as a person. So I would say college Peyton, no, but today like absolutely. And that falls back into protecting my peace. Like I know exactly who I am as a person and what I bring to the table and also what I want from other people. But I know what I can give and I also know what I can't give. And I know what I can, what I am looking for. So I am just, I, I think that I just like, at this point in my life, I I know exactly what I want and I'm like completely okay with like not settling.
1: Yeah. I think the settling thing, you know, for a while there, it's dicey. It's like, do I settle? Do I not settle? What's... Yeah. I'm like,
0: but, but people remind me They're like the time is the, the clock is ticking. And I'm like, Oh, I know that same so clock. Me. Um, yeah, the, the damn biological clock. Um,
1: no, seriously, though, you know, I'd, I'm at a point where I'd much rather be on my own than in something that wasn't 100% exactly what I was looking for. And I think every time, like as I've gotten older, as I've continued, I, I'm doing much better with that. Every, I honestly, they're getting much better, and they're getting a, there's, so close. <laughs> We're, we're making progress. Um, but also, too, you know, I think even the ones that haven't worked out, it's not because there's anything wrong with either person. Yeah. Um, they're both. Ev- everyone lately has been great. It's just we're not-, not that per- we're not we're not perfectly compatible. And I think you know they're worthy of the happy and healthy relationship and i'm worthy of the happy and healthy relationship and just because it's not with each other doesn't mean that we 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 all deserve that um and you definitely deserve that when you've put in as much work as we've been putting in as i know um you know some people that i know are putting in when you do all of that work like you deserve to reap the rewards um so yeah I mean, I think we're all worthy of that, Peyton. <laughs>
0: yes, yes. And it's but like something- knowing not, it's, like- it's different,
1: knowing it's different, it definitely takes time.
0: Yeah. And I left my last relationship, like I was at a point where I thought I was going to marry this man. Like I thought that was going to be the rest of my life. And then we broke up and then I kind of just like lived my life. And then I was like, you know what, I thought that's what I wanted, but also when I- left that relationship, I, most people would be sad, but I think I was just so happy that I was going to finally meet my person. Like, I was just like, great. Like, I don't know. I just felt like I knew deep down. You're one step closer. Yeah. I knew deep down that he probably wasn't the one, but due to my, like, I just wanted to be so loyal. I just, I don't know. I, I tried to like not see that, but I was so excited because I wanted to meet my soulmate and I want that like crazy love. So if I don't have that, and I also left a mini situationship, um, as well. And it was just, it was, it's like, it comes down to, we were compatible and on paper, it was just like all the boxes were checked. Paper just is some- difficult. Yeah. Papers do like a great, especially topic. when it
1: looks great on paper and yeah, like then your you- Harvard
0: diploma right here, but it's just, it wasn't there. And I want that head over heels in love. And if it's just like, not that, then I'm like, I'm very happy. I am so happy. And I'm me, and Rachel said, we're like, we love ourselves so much that we need <laughs> we to do. find someone that's going to love us more than, than we love us. <laughs> We,
1: we are a little obsessed with each other, like with ourselves, and then also <laughs> by, it- by, by translation each other. Yeah. Um, but I think, too, we're a great example of, like, friends that work really well because we're also very opposite. Um, we have, like op- – we have opposing, I think, personalities in a lot of ways, yeah. but we – we balance so well. So it's not that we can't get along with opposing personalities. We do really well with a myriad of personalities. I just think it's finding someone who accepts and cheers you on for all of the traits and things that you do well, instead of wanting you to adjust or change for them. You know what I mean? And relationships, friendships, they should be cheering you on and Wanting you to succeed at the things that you do well. So, you know, for me, I'm much more, like, analytical, logical. Like, I think things out for probably, like, way too long, Um Whereas you are like this beautifully spontaneous. All gas, no breaks. All gas. I'm like, Ugh, <laughs> she's like ready to go. For example, that one time we played Jenga, I think our personalities came out so well. Perfect we example. We were at this bar and there was giant Jenga and Peyton was just launching in. And when I tell you, she didn't even think twice. She didn't test the, test the little block. She would just go in, pull it out, and you won Jenga. I mean, Who does that? Everyone like taps it a little bit or like looks and analyzes. You didn't do that at all. You just like launched in, pulled it out and it was so awesome. I mean, that and darts. You did great with both (laughs) of those things.
0: Yeah. My, My assumption is like, I'm just gonna go into life and just do it, and if things tumble down, they'll probably also work work itself out. They do,
1: (laughs) and that's what's so awesome about your personality. And we each need people that balance
0: each other out. Yes, we
1: each need forever humans that bring those out in us and balance us well, but also, you know, are there in the ways that like we we need help or we need support because that's just who we are, and not change that. So, we
0: love that. Yeah. And the last question was when a loved one hurts you, do you have a fight or flight response? And it's just so fascinating because I admire people so much when they just like love so easily and don't get scared and just have a different outlook on it. And it's something that I've been working on too, because I would say that like when things like when I feel like someone's like pulling away, I also pull away. I'm not the one to like, to like, uh, just, you know, be all over you and be too much and be annoying. But like, when I feel like someone's pulling away from me, I'm like, Oh, don't want to get hurt. Bye. (laughs) It's like, let me do it first. Yeah, let me I'm going to leave you before you leave me type person. And like, that's something that and now I honestly I don't think that I really do that anymore I've like been very aware I think that I since I've realized what my issues are I'm just constantly aware of it and I try not to do it but also like if I meet someone and it's risky I'm like nope I'm going all for it and I'm just if you don't like it then you don't like it (laughs) if as Joe Biden would say if you don't think that I have the mental acuity then you don't and I'm just gonna go for it if you don't like me then I'm just (laughs) we'll find out
1: so true. Um, yeah, this one's hard because it kind of depends on what the hurt was. Um, there's certain things where I would – it kind of depends, right? Yeah. There's certain things you push through and there's certain things that you just dodge. Um, it's a bullet. You, li- you leave. For example, cheating. Bye. Gotta go. Um, yes. I don't even know that that warrants an explanation. Just Goodbye, because I mm-hmm. you, I just – I don't personally think that you can recover from
0: that. Yes. Um,
1: no matter how much you want to recover from that, that trust is gone. Um,
0: yeah, I will say that I was cheated on in my last relationship. Yeah, you have
1: personal experience with this one.
0: <laughs> and it was, it was really rough. And at the time, like, I didn't really process it because I think I was just so in love and also just trying to be so loyal and trying to be that – Good person, and like I don't know. I think it was just like you have like your love goggles on, and like I was I'm well, not expecting that.
1: You invested a lot of time, and so that too, you know. I think probably correct me if I'm wrong. Like subconsciously, like even you, you invested years into yeah. that, um, and also too, women are kind of put on this clock where we're c- kind of thinking about. Sure
0: kids Marriage. and like so kids.
1: you had you, you sunk in so much time yeah um, into the future and then, yeah and, and you like built around that you know yeah. um so of course it makes sense that you would kind of it, it, it's understandable. I think in yeah. hindsight's always twenty twenty. But, you can look back and but yeah looking
0: back it. I wish I wish I left because it was like I was never the issue. It was always him or to in my eyes like the reasons why things didn't work out were it was mostly because of things that he suggested and things like that so I think that in hindsight I wish I just left because also I didn't like really cope with what happened until afterwards Mm -hmm. and like that's what took a lot of time I'm like dang if I would have just left you and figured it out then then I wouldn't have to be going through all of this so delayed but yeah right but at the same
1: time we're in such a good place now I think yes everything works out the way that it's supposed to and in the time that it's
0: supposed to but um yeah yeah cheating's just mm, not that's that's a no for me now I've definitely (laughs) learned my lesson but yeah going forward I'm like yeah that's just we we don't do that um and then getting to into the spicy part that everyone has been waiting for yeah our um, results our results so I don't know if Take a minute, guess it in your head what you guys think we are. And so my answer is I happen to be a dismissive avoidant. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Um, which is honestly like I will... Group, like, I think to me, reading the results, it made a lot of sense. And a dismissive avoidant is intense emotions can feel overwhelming and can cause you to pull away from others. You may find yourself withdrawing from arguments or triggering situations. This need for independence can cause challenges in your relationship and inner conflict for you because deep down you want to connect with others. And I like completely relate to that because I try to, like, I love being independent, and I think that especially over the past year, like I felt like I was kind of like all I had really because things change so fast. And the only person I'm like, the one person that I'm going to have at the end of the day is me. And so like, that's who you got to really build on and trust. And I, I think that being independent is just one of these things that I cling on. But I also know that in a relationship that you have to like, not be so independent. And you, even if you don't need someone, you have to need someone, you can't just be like, Oh, well, I don't need you. Like you're in order to compromise and be in a relationship and in order to connect, whether you want the help or not, whether you feel like you need someone or not, like you have to cut that in half and give, be like, okay, you know what? I do want, I do need you for this. Or like, I do want help with this. And it's just, so I, I think it was really helpful to see that result because it's probably like in my hand somewhere that I knew that, but, it's just. It's, it's good also to be cool. Aware. These results too, kind of
1: almost give you like an improvement list, um, yeah, or something. I love that. And look, it's not always a hundred percent. These quizzes are not like I like to call them tools, yeah, because they're not a hundred percent accurate for every person. It's it's an online quiz that took five minutes. Um, it, it, it's you know it's not super super accurate, but that's not to say that you, there's not things that you can pull from this and take away. Um, and also, too, sometimes when, like, I know you know, reading quizzes and stuff like this in the past, when it's not the result you want, or you're like, "Ouch, that stings." Um, sometimes the ones that sting are the ones that carry a little bit of truth behind them, and so it's always an interesting way to like read results and just kind of process them, um, for sure. So. Yeah. And but my results <laughs>
0: and yours.
1: What are my results, guys? Um, so I think if I'd have taken this a while back, it'd have been a different, a different result. But I am securely attached, so <laughs> I am secure. Um, what's interesting about this though. So let's talk about the secure. So we're comfortable at ease in relationships. We're good at communicating needs and feelings and are kind of better off being vulnerable in relationships. Guys. um, This is not perfect to a T because I am great at these things with my parents. um, But in actual relationships, we'll talk about it. Um, But also it's worth noting. So Secure attachment is, for the purposes of this quiz, is something that develops from that feeling of safety, comforted, feeling valued, and feeling support growing up. My parents did a beautiful job with this. I am securely attached when it comes to my parents, according to a chart. Um, However, they did ask specific questions regarding partners or things like that. I'm still technically a secure attachment style and things like that, but my percentage and how that actually played out was I'm a little bit more anxious and a little bit more avoidant in terms of actual relationships. So when it comes to actually being vulnerable and things like that, those are already issues I knew I had. So it's (laughs) true-ish. It's true-ish. And I do get better with this the more I trust someone and the more I open up. So it's not that it's not there. It's just definitely difficult, but it did give me a few things to work on. Um, but secure attachment styles also sometimes struggle and they can also really help the other three. So sometimes you have to learn how to understand the other ones because this isn't just how you give love and affection. It's how the person that you're prospectively going to be with gives love and affection. So, a cool one too, is just as a reference point, the love languages, right? They're not a hundred percent. That's our next um, you know, I one. Think, I think, yeah, I think everyone wants all of the love languages candidly, but you know, what's your favorite, what's your preferred, um, you know, different people prefer different things. And these are just guidelines, but it's also how that person will probably handle situations and understanding how the person that you're with or how your friends or family members process and attach to people or form meaningful connections. I think that's important. It's cool to learn all about those things. Um, Yeah,
0: it is really cool. And I like that you said that it was a tool because honestly, ever since like I took this and two weeks ago, I'm a completely changed person. I'm just kidding. but Oh, goodness. It was very insightful to just take it because it was just like I think being aware of your problems or what you need to work on, like they do this to you when you have a full-time job, like when you go to work and they do a review, they're like, these are your opportunities, AKA this is what you're not doing so well. Yeah. Um, So I think it's good to just evaluate yourself as, as a human being. Like, where am I ranking? Where am I falling? I mean, I want to be able to like, I think I I want to be loved, but I also like want to love others and make them feel loved. I think that's what we're here for in a society is to to give people love and have that go around. So I think there's just very interesting because I love learning about these things. And if there's a place where I can grow to become a better version of myself, I'm all down for that.
1: Oh of course and things like this are just so much fun because you learn so much i think just from t- taking the time to sit with your thoughts and be with yourself for a few minutes and think about how what you how you handle things can affect another person or just spend some time with yourself the self improvement gig is a lifelong thing we're never done we never just get to check it off and we're like ah oh, yes god made me perfectly so <laughs> i have absolutely nothing else to work yeah. on um, that's not true and something that I like you know a hot take the you are enough phrase I sometimes struggle with because you are but you're not because you're never done and God gave us so many opportunities and I think like this is just another opportunity to take advantage of um you know the you deserve everything under the sun okay but do you are you per- perpetuating and giving yeah. off? You know, like I think women or we'll speak to women because I'm a woman, but, you know, we want this perfect guy. We want this guy to like walk through the door and be all of our checklists. But are we checking off their lists? Can we can we reciprocate that? Because, you know, men deserve that, too. And men have lists just like women do. Um, And so, you know, you want to be able to deserve that love in its purest form, I guess, is what I'm saying. So yeah, we got to we got to both be on the same page. And you are you attract what you are. So whatever you're ready for, I think is what you'll welcome in. And I think that's why my more recent situationships and relationships have been so great.
0: Yeah, yeah. being <laughs> Because we're getting closer. We're doing better. Yeah, being a healthy gal, it changes things. Toxic is bad, guys. Like toxic is not cute. It's, it's not funny to torture boys because you're emotionally unstable. What's in is being healthy and loving and kind, and I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to stick with that.
1: Yeah, be honest, communicate, let people know how you're feeling, um, but also just kind of be real with what you are and what you're ready for because... In theory, we're all ready for the love of our life to walk through the door. But like, are you when they get here? So anyway, tools like this can be fun. Take them, talk about it with your friends, um, the people who know you best. I think sometimes it's always fun to get a little bit of an outside perspective. So Please let us know if you take this quiz and what your results are, because I'm officially curious.
0: <laughs> yeah, I want to hear people's results, what you thought of this, and if you guys found this helpful, because I just thought it was something that I I saw that for me, like, I'm not into horoscopes or anything, like, I'm not into these crazy internet quizzes, but this one was something that I just saw, and it just felt like I got to know myself better. And I just thought it was like something interesting to share. Also, since we're, like, we're on the topic of just dating and doing these things, it's just it's what you got to do to prepare to meet your person. So this is meet your person boot camp. You're welcome. It's the season of life we're in. So, But yeah. again,
1: just to reiterate, anyone who is married or in a like long-term relationship, these things can be fun to do together probably. Um, just kind of take them together and see – how is your person you you may already know everything there is to know and in that case you're probably very securely attached you go um but if not this can just be helpful um for for somebody and it could help you figure out each other a little bit better Yeah.
0: Well, thank you guys for listening to our whole quiz and going through the motions and emotions with us. And we will go ahead and link this on our YouTube, our Instagram and wherever else we have a caption where we can link this. But thank you guys for listening to Girls Gone Right. Appreciate it.